Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We thank you so much for tuning into the We Dream Podcast. That's right. This is the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy We Dream Podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. We have a very special guest today for round two, actually, Miss Christina Espinoza. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Stay tuned. We're going to get back to the conversation in just a second. Yes, we can. So as I mentioned, Miss Christina, round two. And actually, real quick, I do want to give a shout out to the We Dream Podcast, of course. Uh, this is almost our anniversary. Actually, we just passed it um, on the 9th last year of September was our very first episode. So we've gone through a lot of hard work. Uh, we actually made it all the way up to 1,000 listeners. Yes, you heard me, 1,000. And we actually span across nine different countries now. So just give a little snap and a clap to us. Um, I, my dream, actually, I know we have our dream later on, but my dream is that we double that and just keep growing and growing. Um, but one of the reasons why we have those 1,000 listeners is that uh, we have wonderful guests, and uh, we do have one back today, Miss Christina Espinoza, uh, giving some insight on our college knowledge episodes. Um, can you give us a quick rundown of your role here at the SCUSD and how important that is? Yeah, absolutely. My role here is to support the work of counselors and their work is pretty broad. So, so one of the big focus areas um, is coming up shortly um, with college application season. So we will be kicking it off. Um, the community college applications just opened. The UC and CSU college application window opens October 1st. So um, I'm here to just provide some information to students about what they should expect uh, coming up if, if they are current seniors. Wonderful. And if you guys haven't heard that episode uh, with Christina, that initial one, make sure you go and check that out. Um, it's our second college knowledge episode. In that episode, we did talk about um, some of the real detailed stuff. Um, this time, we're actually going to talk about a, a couple different topics. Um, so let's start out with, I do have a question. We do have so many great counselors, of course. Um, give them props. Um, but not every student has always reached or shared some of these messages, such as, you know, dates on when to sign up for things. And um, I just want to ask you, um, because you are the expert in this, what should, let's start with our juniors, uh, for instance, what should they be focusing on right now to prepare for life after graduation, even senior year? So currently, um, the beginning of the school, the school year just started, right? So, so yeah. the counselors have been busily working on ensuring that all of the students are in the appropriate classes, their schedules are complete. Mm -hmm. So juniors, this is a very critical year. Um, you need to make sure that you have completed uh, or are on track to complete at least 15 A through G units by the end of your senior year. If you're wanting to go to a UC, many UCs require, or the UCs require that you complete at least 11 uh, very specific courses by the end of your junior year. And you have to have at least a 3.0 GPA if you want to be minimally eligible to apply next year as a senior. For the CSUs, it's the same requirement. You have to take at least 15 A through G units by the end of your senior year and uh, have to have a minimum GPA requirement of a 2.0. Um, that is pretty low. So th then you, you, have to you have to take your SAT in the spring. We are very fortunate in Sac City Unified that uh, we are doing the school day SAT. So all of our current juniors will be able to take the SAT in the spring for free. 
Um, so, so that is one thing of lust that our juniors have to stress about. They don't have to pay for it. It will be part of the regular school day. Um, but coming up in October, we do have the PSAT. So essentially, uh, juniors and actually ninth, eighth through tenth grade uh, through eleventh grade. I'm sorry. Um, we also have adopted the PSAT. Um, and we will be offering it in a few weeks in, in October. So that is a practice exam in preparation for the real exam taking place in the spring. So, so those are all things to consider right now as a junior. Um, seniors, um, again, make sure that you have an SAT or ACT score. Mm -hmm. um, if you are interested in applying to a UC or CSU, um, and that if for some reason you are not currently on track for A through G, come see a counselor immediately if you do want to apply to a four-year university right out of high school. So it's critical that we have those conversations right now. Um, if you are not quite on track, but you're, you feel like you're pretty close, um, you still have the opportunity to take courses via credit recovery. Every high school in Sac City Unified offers credit recovery courses either before school or after school so that you can become eligible by the end of this year. So there's still hope if you have one or two Ds or Fs and you are interested in applying to a four-year. So so I guess my the, the key message is if you have questions about where you are, uh, whether or not you're on track, reach out to a counselor immediately. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I, it sounds like there's a lot of opportunities just in case you do fall through those cracks, um, like the credit recovery. Yes. And one thing I want to note is, you know, back when I took the SAT, it caused, you know, an arm and a leg almost. Mm -hmm. And we had to go on the weekend. But it sounds like there's a couple extra steps being made just to make it more accessible yes. for students, too. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Um, and then with our seniors, of course, we have also, so staying on top of your GPA, uh, finishing that SAT and making sure you're on track, checking in with your counselor. Um, also with our seniors, there's some other dates and deadlines that are coming up. Um, I know like the FAFSA is really important, yes. college apps, college eligibility letter that's coming out, yes. all that stuff. Okay. So. so so the first thing is we know that the college application process is very scary, yes. very cumbersome for some. So, so what we've done um, to try to support our students is we've created college eligibility letters that will be printed and distributed to all seniors in our district via their high schools. These letters will inc include all of this information for you. It is a very comprehensive letter. So the very first page um, includes a letter um, for our students, which pretty much tells you whether or not you're on track for A through G. It will tell you what your GPA is. It will tell you whether or not you're on track for A through G and how many AP courses that you've taken, your AP scores. So it'll give you a general idea of, of whether or not you're on track. The letter will, depending on your profile, it will have highlighted colleges and universities that alumni from your high school um, 
uh, we'll have, uh, I'm sorry, what we did is we took alum, we developed a profile, and then, so for example, if a student, um, if you may meet the profile of a student who is currently enrolled at UCLA. So we've taken what that student looked like, applied it to your personal profile, and then on this letter, it will have those colleges and universities highlighted for you so that so that you're aware of the possibilities that are available. And this applies for any CSU and current UC. If you are not eligible, you will also, even if you're not eligible, you will also receive a um, information about the community college, for example, and what options are available. And we've also included information about private colleges and universities and HBCUs. So, so there's a general information for every type of student in this college eligibility packet. And everybody will also receive information about scholarships and financial aid. Um, and so you'll have information about Cal Grants and the DREAM Act application. So even for those undocumented students, there are still resources available, which will be included in this packet. It's very important. It will be going out to all seniors in Sac City Unified um, about the second, second week of October. Okay. And what I've heard about that, um, that packet that's sent out, especially this year more so, is that it's more personalized. And for example, like, um, you know, not everyone fits that mold of, oh, I'm in Sacramento, I'm just going to go to Sac State, I'm just going to go to Sac City. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of students who, you know, they don't know a lot about HBCUs. Mm -hmm. And that was a new thing that was also implemented this year where they have information about that. And um, with MLA and WLA uh, working on the front line sometimes, I hear a lot of students mentioning you know, I don't really get a lot of information about private schools or, you know, schools outside of uh, California. So um, when, when you guys are looking at those college eligibility letters, there was a lot of uh, time and work put into it. So make sure you kind of dive deep into that and figure out, um, you know, just is uh, what you want to do. So, um, so yeah, so those are awesome. And those are being sent out when again? So those should be going out to sites via classrooms or individually to students okay. um, the second week of October. So the school sites will determine how the best way to distribute those are, uh, what the best way is. But if you do not receive it by the yes. third week or by even by the end of October, please reach out to your counselor as mm -hmm. um, they they will have those on the the, the envelopes with the, the contents in it for you. Great, great. So be on the lookout for those. Um, they will be uh, coming out to your schools, and then if you don't get them, follow up with the counselor. Um, and what about our underclassmen? Classmen? Let's not forget about them. Um, is there anything they should be doing about thinking about their future, uh, maybe about what schools? I know it's early, but what schools they might want to go to? Because um, I know, at least in my journey and a lot of other students, um, you know, you get so many things thrown at you, and you don't know what it is yet. Um, but is there anything they can do to kind of narrow that in and what they want to do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple of things. The The first thing is uh, we've partnered with our, our, um, our FACE program here, the program that works directly with parents, and we're going to be hosting a series of workshops this fall and in the spring in the evenings um, that includes information about financial aid, college knowledge, um, the systems of higher education, transitions from middle school to high school, um, so that we start informing both our students and our parents about what it is that they can do earlier so that by the time they reach their senior year, they feel better prepared for what comes next. The other um, um, option is we uh, invested for every 7th through 12th grade student in our district um, CCGI. So it's 
access to California colleges. So this platform allows you to explore different you, uh, explore different career options, different college options. It has information about financial aid as well. And what's really important is that it embedded our uh, a series of career interest inventories or personality inventories, so that. Um, you can start exploring what your interests are and based on your interests match you to potential careers. So it's really an exploratory uh, process for our students, especially seventh and eighth graders. Our counselors are working with our students off of that platform to try to engage them and start that work much earlier than before because this is a very um, complex process and we want to yes. make sure that we're the earlier students start beginning to explore and ask questions, the better prepared they will be uh, entering their senior year. For sure. And it is complex. However, we don't want to, you know, scare anyone. We, right. we are here to help out and Absolutely. there are resources. Um, so the ones we just talked about, especially, mm -hmm. right? So um, there are resources. Check in with your counselor. They're there, they're there to help you. And sometimes they are overwhelmed. You know, there's a lot of students they have to deal with. So if they don't get to you, you know, fight for yourself. I always tell students, be proactive. Go out there and make sure you talk to them. Build that relationship because it's really important. It Absolutely. Really is. Um, we're going to go to commercial real quick. We'll be right back. While you guys let that information soak in, uh, we'll be going to commercial, so stay tuned. What's up, Dreamers? Thursday, September 26th, very important day, is our Expanded Learning Attendance Awareness Day. Uh, we're actually working in collaboration with our Be Here campaign, which is addressing chronic absenteeism. It's going to be a fun day. Make sure you don't miss school. We have some special surprises for you guys, so make sure you show up. It's going to be dope. You don't want to miss it. All right, guys, dream on. All right, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. We're going to close it out here. Um, I have a few more questions for Christina. Um, one is which you are the director of guidance and counseling. Is that right? Yes. Correct. So my question is um, to all the counselors out there who might be listening. Um, what can counselors do to stay on top of these things we just kind of talked about and um, convey that information to students? Oh gosh, they already are working very, very hard, yes, you know, sure. but I think, I, I think what we often take for granted is the amount of support that we have around, right, in our right. community. So I would really encourage just um, continue to collaborate with partners of the district mm. um, and our parents, right? So we True. do have parents who, who are actively engaged and really are willing to support but we have to ask, and oftentimes we want to do everything ourselves. Um, but I, I would say leverage leverage the resources that we have at our disposal. So continue to work with our college access partners, um, mm -hmm. leveraging our community partners, leveraging our parents, um, leveraging our communications department. Um, you know, so that we start messaging. On we we oh there's no, there's no such thing as over messaging right like during this time our students are very very busy mm -hmm. so it's just constantly constantly nudging and reminding and offering our support because oftentimes that's all it takes you know so our kids yeah. are busy so it's just a matter of of making ourselves available to them yeah and I want to emphasize parents because I think that's a really <coughs> strong uh, resource the school I went to was heavily based on parent volunteer. And there are parents out there, no matter what school you're at, that you know want to be involved and want to know what's happening. And that's just a wonderful resource to use. So of course, there's always resources out there. 
Um, so focusing on your dream for the future, of course, is the We Dream podcast. We got to get that. Um, what is your dream and your hope for our high school students that are graduating this year? Oh, gosh, that they don't lose hope. <laughs> You, you know, um, I think there's so many students. We have so many bright students in our district, and yes. and many of them are very assertive and know exactly what it is that they they want to do, and mm-hmm. and they're going to make those dreams happen, right? For those that aren't necessarily um, um, competitively eligible, my dream for them is to not lose hope and really reach out to someone to ask for support because there's always yep. a plan, always. you know? So so even if you're off track for graduation and you feel like it's too late, it's never too late. It's just a matter of reaching out to someone to support you. Um, if for some reason you're not eligible to go to, you know, a UC or a CSU at this point, you know, we could certainly get students um, into the community college and then transfer right now there is the Los Rios College Promise, right? So there's two options for you to go to the community college for free and then transfer. Just remember that once you st- you start over at the community college, so even if you didn't have a super successful high school career, once you begin at the community college, you're starting all over. Mm-hmm. So you can be that 4.0 student that you wish you had been in the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, right? So, so um, I just want students to really take advantage of the resources that are available to them at their school site to develop a post-secondary plan that is best for them. Keep in mind, I said post-secondary, that doesn't necessarily mean just college. So so if you're interested in going straight into a, a, a certificate program or some type of vocational career of sorts, there are options and, and the counselors are still there to support you with walking through that plan as well. Of course. And, you know, like you mentioned, um, the Promise program or ACT, that is mm-hmm. just wonderful. Um, and, of course, you know, there's a lot of students, I've talked to them, where um, they don't fill out the FAFSA, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they you know they don't think they're gonna qualify for certain aid. Um, but for all you out there who are interested in uh, going to community college for free, if you fill out that FAFSA, it's regardless of um, you know your income or you know other uh, circumstances. So fill out that FAFSA for sure. Yes, and that's very important because there's two different programs within the Los Rios Community College. Uh, system one is you can go and they'll waive your fees your tuitions for two years and that is income uh, income based and there's the other one the college promise um, that is not income based so for many of those who do have come from higher income families this is still an option for you what's very very critical though is that you have to be enrolled in at least 12 units per semester otherwise you're not eligible so it really is for students who are enrolled full-time full-time so that's that's the critical piece we have several students this year that unfortunately waited until the last minute could not enroll in 12 units and unfortunately now because they're only taking six units they're no longer considered first-time freshmen and therefore they are no longer eligible for two years of free tuition Mm -hmm. so so if anything for uh that i could get across it's again reach out to your counselor so that you know exactly what the process is as you transition to higher ed if that's so if that is your uh your option Mm -hmm. of course thank you so much christina for sharing all that information and her dream, guys, don't lose hope. We've always got resources. We're here to help you. So um, thank you very much for sharing your information once again. Uh, we really appreciate it and just great work, great work.
Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This was Miss Christina the second time. Um, check us out on MLA Sacramento and at WLA Sacramento on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Give us a follow if you want to stay tuned to more episodes. Uh, this is your host, Gavin, signing off, and dream on.